0: Did you get a chance to look at the Trello board?
1: I did. Did was there new stuff? I thought there was new stuff, and then I looked in more detail, and it was from twenty sixteen. I was like, "Should you still learn Ruby?" I was like, "Oh, that's rude." And I looked at (laughs) twenty sixteen. Come on.
0: Welcome to the Model View Conversation Podcast, a new podcast about uh, learning as a junior. How do you get get ahead? How do you advance in your career if you either are brand new to programming or perhaps you've got a little bit of training and you're trying to break into the industry? My name is Ben Golke. And
1: I'm Brian Gates. Do we say more
0: now? How do you want to do it? Uh so, I think what we can do is maybe just talk a bit about who are we why are we Why are you listening to us right? Why are we in any way qualified to give ben, advice to j excellent
1: question a, a series of excellent questions ben as as always uh, i 'll go first. My name right. again is brian gates i'm a uh, long time software enthusiast for many generations of technology. And I've also been interested in education for a, for a long time, and I love to be able to help people learn stuff. I love learning things myself and especially love helping people to learn software development.
0: Awesome. Uh, yeah, and so like I said, my name is Ben Golke, and I have a similar uh, story. I've been uh, definitely in, interested in tech in general for a very, very long time um, and programming for over a decade. Um, and specifically in my case, uh, mobile is kind of been my thing. So I've been an iOS developer since 2010, um, and, uh, more recently decided beyond just learning about tech myself and pursuing it as a, as a career, I've also really become super interested in passing on some of that knowledge and mentorship and stuff like that to help uh, juniors get ahead and, you know, hopefully learn how to build cool apps and stuff like that. So, um very similarly, a little bit later to the, to the education game than you, but um, a similar passion.
1: All right. And mobile since 2010. How long were the iPhones even around? When was the first one?
0: So the first iPhone came out in 2007, um, and then the SDK for it came out a year later in 2008. Okay. So, and SDK the is, so SDK is software development kit. Good job on the <laughs> catching the uh, the tech lingo bingo. Right. No acronyms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the basically the software that was released by Apple to allow everyone else to build software for the iPhone was released in 2008. So um, pretty shortly thereafter that, about 2009, I started getting involved in learning some about it and started building my first app in 2010. Cool, cool. All right, well, what do you want to talk about today uh, for the first, first episode? Yeah, so today I think just to kind of give everybody a bit of an intro into what is this thing, why Why does it exist, why would you want to subscribe to the podcast, um, is trying to understand what it is that we're trying to do here. What are we trying to accomplish with this podcast? Um, it's, as we said, it's called Model View Conversation, which again, from a jargony perspective, um, that's a play on Model View Controller, which is a popular design pattern for how to build software on many different platforms it's a very popular one on ios but it's also been used widely all over the place so um, pretty applicable generally Uh, so with that in mind um, obviously it's going to be a conversation mostly between brian and i um, but hopefully we'll be able to get some some of our friends some of our guests some guests on to uh, talk about you know the educational system as it relates to programming and kind of what's been going on with it and um, where it's going so things like university training uh boot camps self-taught stuff right all that kind of all that kind of thing what are the all the different ways that you can use to learn how to write software and which ones are effective which ones are not that kind of thing so really just everything around i think tech and how to learn tech is is what this podcast is about
1: and as far as why us, I guess the roots of why the two of us would be doing a podcast together go back to 2015 or so. I feel like we need to think right. of the Wayne's World Now <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows Wayne's World anymore. Uh, probably, not. probably not. But we were once upon a time both instructors at the Orlando campus of the Iron Yard, which was for a, one brief shining moment the largest in-person software boot camp in the world. And we taught um, dozens of people who might have had no previous exposure to tech how to be software developers in an abbreviated, uh, intellectually demanding, emotionally overwhelming 12 to 15 week period. And people came out of the program kind of dazed and spent but excited and ready to begin entirely new careers in, in many cases and have gone on to to thrive and be very successful. And uh, we love that experience so much that we want to find a, some method to continue doing that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For me, really, the, the biggest thing that, that turned me on to this idea of uh, mentorship and, you know, helping juniors get ahead is the the major transformation that we're able to help affect in these people's lives going from you know people were waiters and waitresses in restaurants and and doing things not to denigrate any of those professions but just doing things that um typically don't provide a super strong foundation for a you know um very productive and lucrative career necessarily in the long term yeah it was good Um, honest
1: work for people who were maybe 20 25 years
0: old yeah they
1: didn't see a future in it and they didn't know how to get a future for themselves until they heard about our program
0: basically people who are mostly in careers that either they were just not that interested in that career whatever that thing happened to have been they just sort of either fell into it or it was convenient or whatever Um, so they just didn't have a passion for it or people who had been in careers that they liked, but that they were kind of done with, right? So, I mean, we had people—I personally taught people who were 18— and I think the oldest student I had was like 63. So it, it really ran the full spectrum of people who had had never had a career, right? They were basically just a brand new adult and trying to figure out what they wanted to do first. And I had people who had done an entire career um, and were done with that portion of their life and wanted to engage in something new. So it really doesn't matter where you come from or how old you are or you know what you did before. If, if this kind of thing is your passion, is something that you want to explore, it's totally doable. And that, that really, for me, was the biggest part of why um, what really drew me once I was in there and I kind of taught a little bit and understood more about how it worked that's what really kept me around was that this idea of this transformational change where people can uh, do something they truly enjoy and you know get paid well for it and and be wildly successful if they apply themselves and and that's really kind of what made me really enjoy being a teacher and, and. and is what's driving me to, you know, to do things like this, to, to try and create resources for people in maybe a different format um, to keep that conversation going.
1: Right. That's, it was such a phenomenal experience to help people like that. And so if you feel like you're that sort of person, someone who has an interest in technology, maybe is very new, doesn't know how to start, and you don't know how to get from where you are to being an employed paid software developer, then we want to talk to you. <laughs> at least we will once our mouths are not full, as my co host is eating breakfast during the podcast. So we'll have a, another yeah. episode on podcast etiquette maybe at, at a later date.
0: <laughs> well, I, I expected you to talk longer. That's the problem. Ed,
1: what do you know about me that suggests I'm going to go on an extended monologue <laughs> while you finish yeah. your smoothie?
0: I have no evidence for that. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's basically it for this one. Um, do you have anything else that you want to kind of contribute to, maybe setting out the 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 goalposts for this? I realize that's a big question, but
1: I'd say the most important thing to keep in mind for people who are new to the the discipline is that uh, you're not as far behind as other people as you think you are. Um, it feels impossible, and frankly, it will continue to feel impossible at times, forever. I was just listening to another podcast uh, this morning with some people in the JavaScript community, which if you write or have read any uh, JavaScript stuff, a guy named Dan Abramoff, who is very prominent in the community and works for Facebook and builds things that probably millions of developers use. And uh, he was sort of lamenting slash uh, accepting that, when he encounters new code, he really doesn't know what to make of it, and he gets confused and befuddled and it's a struggle for him, and it's a struggle for uh, for me and ben and it'll be a struggle for anyone else and that's okay
0: yeah if you're if you're hoping to get to a point where the technology and the 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 technical requirements around building software become easy. I hate to break it to you, but that's probably never going to happen yeah, because the, the, the biggest thing about tech is that it's, it never stands still for longer than five seconds. It's, it's constantly moving. It's constantly advancing. And there's no possible way that any one human being could ever gain enough knowledge in that to be a true expert at everything. And, and even if that were possible, five seconds later, their information is out of date. Um, so it's just not possible to, to fully wrap your head around everything Nor is it all necessary. at once. Nor is it necessary, right? Exactly. That's that's the other thing. Is it it, that shouldn't be scary to anyone who's heard me just say that, right? It's it's we both have made very productive and you know uh, successful careers at building software, and I would say the amount of information that neither of us know about tech is huge, right? There's all kinds of stuff that we know nothing about, nothing whatsoever. Um, and we're still able to 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 have a productive career. Okay. So don't feel like like you just said, right? It's never too late to get in and, and you and you're not as far behind as you think. Um and, and when you look at the landscape and you look at perhaps even you're just looking at, you know, Udemy or you're looking at uh if you're getting into iOS and you go to the dot site, which is a great place for getting tutorials, that kind of thing. Anywhere you go like that where you're you're kind of entering this this place where learning happens, and maybe it's even only on one topic. Like the Ray Side, it's only just iOS really and Android, um, compared to the full you know programming landscape. That's much smaller. And even that, they have over a thousand tutorials. It 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 probably is going to seem like, oh, I'm I'm never going to make any meaningful headway here. There's no point in even starting because so many people are so far ahead of me, and it's going to take so long for me to get ramped up why even bother. Well, that's what everyone feels like when you get started. It 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 feels very overwhelming. I mean, unless really you started in, you know, the 40s when computers were being invented, <laughs> right? There's no possible way for you to get in on the ground floor really. Right. Um there's going to be a ton of 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 backstory that you have to kind of eventually understand at least some part of. But don't feel like because I don't have all that backstory, I can't do it. Um there's or or it's just too much to 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 deal with pick a point in, in in time and space in that discipline that you're looking at if it's ios or javascript or whatever um and learn a little bit about it and then see if very importantly see if you can build a very small thing because if you can you can you that that is that is this that is really all you need that's the seed that that will then grow into the full-blown career if you can take some some stuff that you're looking at a, a video a, a a written thing um that builds a small thing you follow along and you build you're able to build the same thing and then you can take that knowledge and you can build something of your own even if it's the tiniest silliest thing that you can think of um it you know adds two numbers together or something right it's just very very trivial it doesn't matter it's a, it's a foundation for you to build upon so never feel like you're not making enough progress or that you there's just too much to learn you know in the in in the background I mean whenever i look at javascript as a discipline, I am just completely overwhelmed by the amount of information that is available currently. There's then this huge long narrative behind it of how it started and where it came from and how it evolved. And when you look at JavaScript as a language now, there's things in there that seem like this is kind of a silly, weird way to do this. And what JavaScript people typically say is like, well, it's because of all this history. And if you understand the history, you can then understand why it's a little quirky. So that makes it even harder to sometimes to get into that because you're like, well, I don't have all that backstory. It doesn't matter. Just, like I said, pick a, pick a place, uh, a, a point in time and space and uh, build something and then just go from there. And the rest of it will kind of fill in over time. Um, and I, just basically my advice would be, I guess, don't worry too much about all the stuff that you don't know.
1: And that's what we want to do is to help you not worry about stuff. Um, to be sort of a guide through the landscapes of the technologies that we each know and also have discussions around how to make best use of those resources, Um, when to move from reading stuff to building stuff, what's the right size thing to build first, Uh, how to engage other people to help you build stuff or to to offer your help in building their stuff, how to get from being sort of a hobbyist to being a, a professional and all things that we've helped other people do. And we just want so much to help as many people as we can to have the kind of rewarding and satisfying careers in software development that we've had and the graduates of our program have had. All
0: right, until next time. Thanks.
1: Have some Greek yogurt and half a cup of strawberries, half a cup of raspberries. And it's still like, oh, and, oh and blacking out. And, you know.
0: Well, and if you've been going super low carb, it, it, your tolerance probably is very low. My
1: tolerance is very low. My liver is like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and so if I just, if you see me, you know, go sideways out of frame, <laughs> that's what that is. You have Janelle's number. <laughs> All right. I need proof of life. <laughs>